Simpsons Index, an online spreadsheet that is also a podcast. This is the podcast. Coming to you out of SideQuest Studios, this is The Simpsons Index, episode 141. Hello out there, I'm your host, Elliot J. O'Neill, and joining me inside Quest Studios tonight is Madison. What's up? MJ. I brought my own mic. <laughs> and here as always, except when he's not, BT Calloway. No, hoi hoi. And thank you for joining us for The Simpsons Index. This is a podcast where we watch and review three episodes of The Simpsons at a time, but there's a twist. Each episode must come from a different decade. BT, who's our sponsor today? Oh, shit, I even knew you were going to do this. Uh, blue meth. If you haven't tried meth yet, get the best with blue. <laughs> Here, I thought you were going to go with the one that was the running joke throughout the episode there. What, NASCAR? <laughs> no. Uh, Axe body spray? Yeah. So for those that don't know, they were doing a parody on Axe body spray, which over in Australia is Lynx, mm. which is disgusting perfume garbage that... <laughs> High schoolers use. Santa, sell it. Axe body spray when you want to smell 15 again. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, may as well talk about that episode that that joke comes from. This was a HD era episode. Just a flawless segue there. Oh, I've only been doing this for 141 episodes. <laughs> You're flexing on us. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, only with the amount of episodes done, not with my segue skills, definitely not. <laughs> or your rippling muscles. <laughs> Hear them ripple, audience. <laughs> Gross. All right. They can hear me talking about them. <laughs> this was season 25, episode 9, Steal This Episode. We sure did. First released in January sure. of 2014. <laughs> it was directed by Matthew Nastuck, written by J. Stuart Burns. In this episode, Homer gets into pirating movies and showing them in his backyard for all the townspeople of Springfield, and Marge accidentally dobs him into the FBI. Hey, what do we think? It was okay. Yeah, I'll second that. <laughs> I could forward. There was a <laughs> moment. Yeah. It was about three, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think this one was a bad one. Uh, this one, actually, I was saying before we watched this, it usually ranks in of people's lists that they put together of post-classic Simpsons episodes. This one usually gets a mention in. I think that's just how low the standard is, though. That... Depends what they mean by post-classic. Yeah. Generally anything after season 15. Okay. But yeah, I mean, in comparison to the last HD era episodes, do you think this one was an improvement at least? It definitely rates. Yeah. yeah I will say. For yeah. sure. Yeah. It was coherent. There was a beginning, middle, and end. There was a conflict. There yeah. were things. There was a story. It was non sequitur. There was there an were some lols. Yeah, you could make a movie out of this episode. Uh-huh, <laughs> Potentially. <laughs> and they did. Only if it's illegally pirated. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, we'll start with you, BT. For better or worse, what's a moment that stands out to you from this episode? Man, just uh, the weird kind of roller coaster ride, because I'm like, okay, so they're kind of just doing the same thing as when Homer's stealing cable, only updated for the modern day. All right, yeah. yeah. I can get on board with that, but then they kind of then didn't because it got so much bigger. Because, you know, then then Hollywood come in, the FBI kicked their door down. It's like, I kind of wish it was just that smaller story, but uh, I suppose you've already done the small, so mixed feelings on that is all I can really say. And then we briefly then cut into The Fugitive again. Really? Yeah, with a train crash. Oh, okay. Yeah, they've done that for Who Shot Mr. Burns as well. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> totally. Oh. That's the bit where the truck tips over yeah. in the yeah, crusty yeah. Yep. burger drive-thru. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I think they'd already peaked with uh, fugitive references with, yeah, Millhouse. Oh, and... yeah, for sure. <laughs> I didn't do anything. I, I don't, don't care. care. 
just mixed feelings on whether or not this should have been more like that episode or less like it. But well, yeah, man. you're right. Um, back in Lisa versus the Eighth Commandment, yeah, it, that was just such a small little moralistic tale, and yeah, yeah the consequence wasn't you know this big FBI thing. It was just her- the respect of his daughter, and that's so simple. <sighs> can be so much more powerful. Mm. How about you, Madison? What stands out to you from this episode for better or worse? What I remember pretty much is just the like the Hollywood bigwigs, how they kept playing the same joke of them just being typical Hollywood people. <laughs> yeah. I liked how they had the car park with the... It was like, it was like all divided. It was like the Hollywood bigwigs on the right and then just the regular town people on the left. Yeah. They had like airplanes in the car park and like, you know, mm. jazzed out cars. Yeah. <laughs> all Reserve for Hollywood types. Yeah, they had sunglasses on in the courtroom. It's just it's very fitting. Yeah. And who is the real thieves here? Yeah. <laughs> Put the whole system on trial, man. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, there were a lot of cameos from these Hollywood bigwigs as well. Of course, Judd Apatow playing himself. I thought he did quite good. Definitely. Yep. Superman does quack, dude. Dad up how does well. <laughs> does he, though? <laughs> <laughs> Depends who you ask. <laughs> yeah, I like that call on him that, yeah, he wrote a loose script and got his friends to ad-lib it. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, being that there's so many guest stars, we'll sort of tick them off as we go. We'll get back to that. But for now, MJ, what stands out to you for better or worse? Well, I've got to say the Iron Man crossover. Oh, Iron yeah. Man, Radioactive Man. Well, I'm, I don't know. I'm not sure if it's Iron Man or... It's a little bit of amalgamation. Probably of would have been like a little bit X Men as well. Would yeah. have erased the previous movies. If it was released kind of nowadays, it would have to be Endgame. Yeah, of yeah. From the Radioactive Man cinematic yeah, yeah, universe. Yeah. <laughs> and do I even need to mention Judas Priest? And the subsequent apology in the next episode that um that they were forced to write with Bart's the blackboard gag. Yeah, yeah. Judas Priest is not death metal. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The metal community came out in droves. Oh, to... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because then they're right. Judas Priest they're is right. not, not death metal. Nope. Yeah, but I also don't expect The Simpsons to know that. <laughs> no, but oh, it's one of these things like as a metal fan as well, like there's a similar joke in Scrubs where there's a yeah. mailman or whatever and he's really, he says he's into speed metal and he never once listens to a speed metal song. Yeah. <laughs> one of them's disturbed for fuck's sake. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Yeah, I love disappointment sp- metal. That is dis- disappointment metal. Yeah, <laughs> heard disturbed refer to as wrestling metal as well. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. You can imagine Stone Cold walking yeah. to the ring with it. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Rob Halford from Judas Priest playing himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did really well. I, yeah. I like respecting little... the law. Respecting the law. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, he can still hit those fucking high Rob Halford notes. Oh my god. <laughs> Even, like, I saw him at Soundwave a couple of years ago, and, yeah, that was fucking cool, coming up onto the stage on his fucking Harley. and Oh, dude. Wow. <laughs> and, yeah, that, being yeah. 70 bajillion years old. <laughs> right. And, <laughs> and still kicking way more ass than half the bands I saw that yeah, day. Yeah, totally. All right. And, yeah, what stands out to me, for better or worse? I liked where they were going for the conflict of the Marge and Homer story, that, mm-hmm. yeah, Marge was just trying to be... Typical Marge, and you know, yeah. everything's sunshine and rainbows, and there won't be any repercussions for that. Gets me in trouble with the law. <laughs> but yeah, of course, one Hollywood producer snorting what we can only assume is coke with that check. <laughs> Guess what? <laughs> Cocaine in Hollywood? Never. <laughs> that, yeah, despite looking like he would ignore it, the letter that he did pick it up and take it to the unnecessarily elaborate film piracy division of the FBI. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I, I thought I gave the story some sort of drive anyway, because yeah. yeah, it's hard to know where they were going with it. 
But it did feel like, I don't know, it felt like it was kind of over a bit too quickly for me. Which bit? The whole shebang? No, oh, just the whole Hunt for arc. Homer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, it seemed to resolve a bit too yeah, quickly. Yeah, they caught him immediately and then he's immediately in prison. And Yeah, yeah, he's immediately confessing. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Not an episode that I disenjoyed. I'm a good podcast. <laughs> I'll allow it. You Play- speak words nice. <laughs> Play count. How many times before today have you seen this episode? Just today. Once before. I refuse to answer on grounds that may incriminate me. <laughs> good old Fifth Amendment. Yep. yep. <laughs> Just import that one and leave all the other ones. Yeah, despite liking this episode, I've probably only seen it like two times or whatever. Yeah, by the time season 25 rolled around, I was a little checked out of <laughs> watching New Simpsons. Whereas like season 22 and even summer 23 I was watching mm-hmm. on repeats. Uh, was this a particularly wacky episode of The Simpsons? I mean, they release a Happy Meal with a toy that spoils the movie. <laughs> I love it, don't get me wrong. <laughs> it turns out I'm a good guy. <laughs> I die, but I come back after the credits. <laughs> yeah, I like, really like that. Um, yeah, there's plenty of whack to be had, I think. You got uh, the IMAX Hobbit frame rate VR vision. <laughs> which, for anyone who saw Hobbit in the theaters, are like, yeah, it's yeah. pretty accurate, eh? Hey? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so what? Is that what they did? It was like... 4K or something. Yeah, or? and so because they haven't yet made a lot of movies in that whatever it is, frame rate or 4K, whatever the hell it is, I don't know. Things that you can get away with in regular film look really fake. Like props look much lighter as in, you know, because they're props. Yeah, right. So little things like that and it's just, it's very uncanny to watch. Previously untested on human audiences. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, just the dude puking in his VR helmet. <laughs> <laughs> And Santa's little helper at the dinner table. (laughs) That is so freaking accurate. (laughs) It's not even funny. Oh, I guess it's kind of like having Dad around still. (laughs) Except he growls less when you go near his food. (laughs) Oh, that was so cute. Good doggo jokes. Uh, Any other whack? The Swedish consulate boss. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Rocking out to Judas Priest again. Again, Sweden, home of more black metal, but still. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Opeth as well. They've Mm -hmm. got a new album coming out later this month. So very excited. That's very cool. How high are your hopes? Uh, Madison, this is another band that writes songs that go for 10 minutes. I'm so left behind. (laughs) (laughs) You mean you haven't listened to a bunch of prog metal? Wow. (laughs) Yeah, I just haven't at the time, you know. (laughs) It's fair. They're long songs. (laughs) Busy watching season 30, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, The Swedish meatballs cry for Homer. (laughs) That looks so unsettling, but God, kind of delicious. Yeah, and I have a weird mixed feeling on this one too. It's like Homer never talks about it. But we know he would love Swedish meatballs. We could just see him eating a bunch of them. At the same time, it's like, it's a bit weird they didn't mention it, but I also appreciate they didn't beat me over the head with it. Hmm. I liked how all the furniture in that room looked like it was from Ikea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yep, that's how they decorate the Swedish consulate, unless it's Julian Assange's suite. Oh, he's not there anymore, is he? Nah. I still want to make a sitcom about that, about him just being an annoying brat living in there. And it's like, <laughs> living with Assange. <laughs> Who left the toilet seat off? Assange! <laughs> See? It's <laughs> got legs, country. I'll give you that. <laughs> oh, someone get Benedict Cumberbatch on the phone. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so, I mean, for an episode with, yeah, an over-the-top FBI angle, it, yeah, wasn't super wacky, although them using the blinders and yeah. uh, Homer's capture, yeah. There's some whack in there. And yeah, the FBI agent as well. Did anyone pick up that guest voice actor? Barry Jack Horseman. Indeed. Oh, nice. Ah. <laughs> like, I know that ah. deep, sultry voice. 
and Joe Bluth and who else? Lego Batman. Also plays Will Arnett. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> In real life, plays <laughs> Will Arnett. <laughs> As himself. Yeah. Full method actor. Yeah. yeah. Respect. Yeah. So just a bit of whackness we forgot about. Saying the movie's been out for three days and therefore it's fair to spoil. No, it's yeah. not. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was what listening it- to a podcast, I think, like a week or two ago, and they were kind of... Can we spoil the sixth sense? Like, is that <laughs> <laughs> too soon? Is that allowed? Too soon. It's a really good twist. If not, people don't know. I've heard that the, if the movie's old enough to drink, then it's, uh, oh, it's everything's off limits. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, That's good law. I like that. Mm. Yeah, but then, like, in the case of, yeah, we were saying Avengers Endgame before, like, Spider-Man Far From Home, like, the ad spoiled <laughs> <laughs> Avengers yeah. Endgame. Yeah, you know. They did uh, do, like, a warning beforehand, yeah. though, Yeah, right? that's yeah. right. Appreciate the warning, yeah. yeah. They still warned. That's the thing. It's an advertising. They're paying for it, but it's like, but if you haven't, just, <laughs> yeah. just hum. Just plug, plug your ears and hum. <laughs> yeah, we live in a weird spoiler age at the yeah. moment. <laughs> I reckon two weeks is mostly fair, but even then, you should still you should still ask. Yeah, it's it's courtesy, you know. Mm. Film courtesy. It's in the rule book. Everyone knows that. Yeah. yeah, I think it's yeah more egregious to break the rule of film courtesy than of film piracy. Definitely, <laughs> oh my goodness, for sure. <laughs> oh yeah, and the wacky thing. Uh, what was the commercial joke? That there are a lot of them, so you're gonna have to narrow that down. Yeah. <laughs> was it the uh, Cineplex showing Zero Dark Thirty One? <laughs> What? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, it was just a very quick flash of all the other movies coming out along with uh, Radioactive Man Rising. And that hashtag movie. No, I can't uh, hashtag the movie, I think. It was, it was too quick for me. But yeah, all I saw was Zero Dark Thirty One, the sequel to Zero Dark Thirty. Oh, oh. <laughs> they kill Osama again. <laughs> or was it uh, also the fragrance Arctic slut? Yeah. <laughs> Classic. Or morning after or Elon Musk. Yeah. <laughs> I did like that. <laughs> the Musk of Elon. Can't I can't like see that smelling nice. Smells like uh, a con- <laughs> smells like a convertible in space. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> smells like a pile of unsold flamethrowers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of my favorite stories is there was someone that was meant to be recording with Grimes, and she just had to awkwardly sit around the house because Elon Musk had too much acid and needed Grimes to look after him. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been at least been funny to watch. <laughs> Imagine like a super science nerd <laughs> high on LSD. Carl, Dr. Carl? Yeah. Dr. Yeah. Carl? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but at least you know with him that he's not like being reassured by his 19-year-old girlfriend. No, that's like, true. There is a bring down. He's yeah. just going to freak himself out with his own shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is this shirt move? <laughs> uh, so I'm sure there's a lot more work to talk about, but how about the heart of this episode? Did you guys feel any heartfelt moments? Kind of... Not entirely. Like that bit where Marge gives him a bit of boost of confidence because Homer's resigned to his fate because Marge doesn't believe in him and he's mm. just like, all right, I'll just go to prison. She's like, no, no, you have to fight. And he even has a line of, but since my wife believed in me one minute ago. <laughs> <laughs> so that was, I wouldn't say I was moved, but I was very slightly nudged. <laughs> yeah, I just keep thinking of stand by your man. <laughs> She's got nothing a lot of the time. But no, she brought it together at the end. And uh, I think I'm sold with the resolution as well that the Hollywood people were moved just to buy the rights to his movie. Yeah, yeah. that was a good out. <laughs> that was good. 
because yeah often with the hd era we're like they didn't know how to end this one yeah, <laughs> yeah i felt like they had a solid idea for this agreed mm-hmm. yeah. it, it wrapped up within the allotted what is it 24 minutes 23 minutes these days and this one was long we went straight to oh episode. we did that's we true there was no cash gag yeah yeah had to make way for all that nascar footage yes. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all four minutes of it yeah <laughs> and this is how exactly how you download illegally <laughs> 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 Which I thought was a good bit for them re- to return to. I only like the very last reprise at the end. Oh, yeah? <laughs> and the real thief is... <laughs> but yeah, I think we yeah hit on the Homer and Marge sort of dynamic of it all. And yeah, the Marge only feeling like genuine sorrow and guilt when yeah Homer got in trouble. Because yeah, he was doing a good thing. Yeah, he was bringing people together. She didn't mean it. Yeah, she was just being lovely Marge. Mm. <laughs> Worst. Typical. <laughs> Typical lovely Marge. <laughs> And with lovely handwriting, I want to yeah, stop and read that full note as well. <laughs> Looks really good. But ultimately, did this feel like an episode of The Simpsons? Is this a show we all know and love? Yeah, yeah I guess it didn't commit any terrible, you know, character sins. Mm-hmm. It did for me, but the only thing I kind of want to, like, squint my eyes a little bit at is that it's so freaking bright these days. <laughs> it was so freaking bright. Different aspect ratio, perhaps? Yeah. I'm not too sure. But it looks really flat mm. as compared to kind of mid-era episodes. Like there's no depth on the screen. It's mm. like they're all kind of sitting in. Anyway, that's just me. <laughs> I'm not a freaking art director. Yeah, just a directing <laughs> fault, I think. We've hit on it before that, yeah, the older Simpsons did have like a warm sort of t- warmer tone to it. Definitely. Like, their yellow skin was just, like, a little bit more orange than it is mm. now. And, and yeah, it is still weird, yeah, getting used to that widescreen thing, even though it's been the standard for so many years now. <laughs> and the lining is thinner, like, the black outlines. Yeah. Little little things. Little, little things. So many Which you changes. notice after 30 years. You t- <laughs> but, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't have any problems with the characters. I think yeah. Homer was himself. Marge was herself. Mm-hmm. I do like uh, even Bard's explanation. Homer's like, Bard, how did you know how to download that movie? I'm, I'm under 30. 30. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Succinct. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, Academy Award winner, Bart Simpson. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Sorry, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two episodes ago, we reviewed an episode where Bart won an Academy Award. Mm. And several other awards as well. Yeah. Good yeah. on him. So I have to use <laughs> his full title. It's only fair. <laughs> In episodes post that one. Yeah. He won, what was it for? Angry Dad the Movie. Yeah. Which was a short film. Yep. Anyway. Still one, of the, one of the sequels to Homer in the Shower and Homer on the Toilet? <laughs> <laughs> it's not the eternal struggle part no. two. Oh, no. mm. <laughs> well, see, that what I would have paid for. Hmm. Uh, yes or no, would you watch this one again? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, only hangover test. There's nothing else to be mined from this one. Yeah. So if I'm cozy and it's on, and I'm, yeah, it's fine, whatever. All right. Yeah, we might watch it again, and we'd like to think about what episodes we'd pair this with. What other Simpsons episodes kind of remind you of this one? Uh, just movies. Go into the movies. Yeah. do that plenty. So put it with the redeadening, the bloodening, Cosmic Wars, mentions of Cosmic Wars. Yeah, there's one uh, where there's uh, the movie trivia and they don't end up seeing the movie and Homer takes off his shirt and spazzes out in the movie theatre because there's too many previews. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Homer versus commercials, yeah. Yeah. Any other death metal cameos? Yep. So, metal cameos, I was about me. to say, we don't want the same kind of angry fans yelling at us. <laughs> Damn metal fans and the piercings and tattoos and such freaks <laughs> and obsesses over subgenres of <laughs> <laughs> specific sounds but yeah our par- yeah with the metallica episode that we watched last week and yeah sure 
I'm pretty sure that's it. Mm. I mean, I don't, I don't see Tool making an appearance anytime soon. What about Iron Maiden? They could show off. That'd be pretty cool. That'd that be would fun. be very cool. <laughs> we've already had uh The Who? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's the closest equivalent I can think of. Yeah. Very Britishy. <laughs> oh, speaking of British, you can imagine, yeah, Cradle of Filth doing a, <laughs> an episode. Stranger things have happened. Yikes. They're actually a funny band like that where, yeah, they're like super satanic looking and, you know, they do the corpse paint and they have elaborate costumes and stuff, but oh, all the backstage footage of them is just like drinking tea and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and like even Danny Filth, the lead singer, who's like, all very prim and proper backstage mm-hmm. and. There was one interview where uh, the guitarist or whatever was like, are you filming this? All right, because I don't want my mum to know I smoke. Like, <laughs> That's Adrian, the drummer. Yeah. yeah. Oh. That's wow. adorable. <laughs> she B- still controls my allowance. <laughs> BT, what would you change? Oh, man, I would make it funnier. Yep. And uh, that's about it. <laughs> so everything else Fair is enough. fine. I don't have a problem. Or at least, or more heart or more something. Homer's only lesson is that Marge has learned the lesson that she needs to blindly support him, which she usually does anyway. And again, she didn't mean anything by it, so eh, mixed feels on that. But um, yeah, just I was not having too many laughs, and I would enjoy some. No, that's a really good point. I think the thing that impresses me about this episode in comparison to most HD era ones is it's a serviceable story. Yeah, yeah, and it is. And that's kind of the letdown for me is, yeah, the lack of any real payoff or feels or laughs from it. yeah. At least for me. I might be broken. (laughs) How about you, Madison? (laughs) What would you like to change? I don't really have anything specific, but I just, the whole episode didn't feel like, it didn't feel like anything. Like, it was just Mm. a bit shit. I'm not going to lie. But like, it was still entertaining to a point. It was just more of it being like a, like, it's a dead joke. Like, mm. everybody's been joking about this for the, for years now, about yeah. how, like, yeah. movie piracy is bad. Even like, five years ago, yeah. it was a bit of a done bit. Yeah, like, I don't know. I'm uh, over it. Yeah. Well, no, I think I even call attention to it where, yeah, their film piracy division had that sign that, like, had VHS taping crossed out, <laughs> DVD piracy crossed out. Yeah. And, <laughs> Internet tor- downloading. Yeah. <laughs> Torrenting is the new thing. Mm-hmm. How about you, MJ? What would you like to change? I would like to see the scene involving Channing Tatum and the gravy milkshake injection. <laughs> <laughs> I know, just a critical part of the episode they left out. Right. They left it out. <laughs> and again, another guest star, Channing Tatum, playing himself. Did he even say it? Oh, he was in that speech at the end, wasn't he? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know if they made him actually take gravy injections for the <laughs> voice acting role. The question but... is, did he keep his shirt on or uh-huh. does it just like come off by like default? <laughs> is it in contract that if he appears, his shirt must not? Yeah, that's I'm it. just curious. Him and Chris Evans, I'm pretty sure. Just, yeah, yeah. contractually <laughs> obligated to lose their that's shirts. Right. Are we complaining though? I don't know. <laughs> he looks like a potato. It depends how you feel about potatoes. <laughs> Love him. It's true, I do like potatoes, come to think of it. All right, Channing, you can wear, wear no shirt. It's been ordained. Sorry, I'm just picturing uh, Channing Tatum as a potato in Magic Mike. (laughs) Yeah, you draw abs on a potato and you can't tell the difference. (laughs) Spot the difference. Oh, God. Now try to not think about that as I think about what... (laughs) As for what I change. Damn, that point about the jokes is a very good one. Because, yeah, like I said, story serviceable. I didn't mind the turn, so that's usually what I get to complain about. But... Yeah, yeah, more funny. I mean, because I liked a lot of the observations they were making about modern cinema as well. I Mm. think I agree with you, Madison, that, yeah, a lot of their points about piracy and whatever, it's a bit trite now. 
And it didn't really feel like they had a message on it. And they totally did bail out of it. But with Lisa at the end going, the real good guys are Stannis Green, NASCAR. All right, any more guest stars? My goodness. Leslie Mann playing a Leslie Mann type in the Judd Apatow movie. Seth Rogen doing his laughing thing. <laughs> it gets me every time. Okay. <laughs> it is infectious. Uh, Paul Rudd was playing a Paul Rudd Paul type Rudd, as that's well. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, old mate Kevin Michael Richardson uh, had a couple of spots in this episode as well. Yeah, that is all of them. So Be- I did have a quick extra bit i just realized i did want to change when we go to the fbi uh let's get back another x-files crossover where Mulder and scully hunt oh. as part of the piracy division amen yeah yeah what are those those two doing these days um she's in a bunch of stuff he got treated for sex addiction <laughs> so That's... i mean i'm not surprised to be honest <laughs> she actually yeah. played a role a fantastic co-star against um, mads mickelson in mm-hmm. hannibal yep Oh, really? Yeah. Bang on. That's yeah, for good, real. Yes. Is that her in Sex Education, that series on Netflix? I don't know. Mm. I haven't seen that one. It's not bad. I think it is. Yeah, I remember yeah. seeing ads for that going, is that? Yeah. yeah. She's the only reason I watched it, to be honest. Yeah. Gillian yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anderson is a good reason to do anything. Oh, yeah. Yep. Adding that <laughs> one to the list when uh, we finish up the podcast. But for now, I must ask, PT, do you have any other notes? Indeed, I do. I do like the little burn they put on James Bond. It's like, I like that James Bond doesn't have any gadgets anymore. And, and he's like, ugly. things. <laughs> right. It's like, yeah. Like, there's a bit in, well, which one is it? Spectrum? Skyfall. Fucking Skyfall. Which people loved and I thought was stupid. But there's a bit where it's like, here's your pistol. It's got some extra gun thing about it. And he's like, oh, is this everything? He's like, well, what did you want? A laser that shoots out of your watch? And I was like, yes! Yes, that's what we want! Why would you make that a joke? I want laser watches! Laser things! You remember and, how uh, fucking that... cool that was in the GoldenEye video game? Yeah, and then they kicked me out of the cinema. <laughs> if I had my laser popcorn, they wouldn't have been able to. I do like Cosmic Wars has a thing that says, due to a tight lapse in the space time continuum, Cosmic Wars 1, one 2, two and three, 3 never happened. happened. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Yeah. My childhood uh, is unruined. Dreams come true. <laughs> and finally, it's a very tiny nitpick, but Homer drops a plate and the wrong kind of Foley plate breaking sound. Please. I, so I, it wasn't just me. Yeah. Because uh, I know I've been like very in deep in Foley lately and. Uh, and I was all just like, have I become ruined for sound now? I know. It was such a bizarre little thing because yeah. they were in a tiny room and it sounded like it dropped in a big mm-hmm. echoey room as well. Like, I know it's so nitpicky. and. But <laughs> they thought yeah. no one would notice and we <laughs> noticed. You sure that wasn't deliberate sound design? Kind I am sure. An ironic plate drop, if mm, you will. No, I know irony. Okay, what irony sounds like. <laughs> a little bit like vanilla pudding. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I, I do like a good bit of like... Uh, uh, False foley. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, fucking, I can't believe I'm going to reference it. But there's like this scene in Juice Bigelow where <laughs> someone like jumps into a water and makes a big splash, but it just fully does one of these ones. <laughs> That's, yeah. That was a really good sound like, wow. <laughs> wow yeah nice one, i won't lie it only works one out of four times so, like, <laughs> yeah but you got it when you needed it yeah. it wasn't flick your cheek flick out no one more time ow ow <laughs> how about you mj any other notes just the axe body spray yeah the fact that it was ask in the show mm. mm-hmm. i have two people at work that do that well, yeah. why don't you go ask him then oh <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> Bitch, I might. <laughs> Just want to ask you a question. Mm. How about you, Madison? Any other bits from the show? Uh, at the start, I feel like they could have dragged it out a bit more with the... Because it's still relevant today with how you have to watch stuff immediately. Mm. Yeah. In order to not get spoiled. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I feel like they could have dragged that out a bit more. 
Yeah, I wanted a bit more superhero commentary, actually, mm. as well, because, yeah, it is still surprisingly relevant. And yeah, 2014, so this would have been, like, as the MCU was kicking off. Yeah, mm. yeah. So, yeah, we've probably had Avengers Mid- 1 by this point, yeah. yeah. All right, well, it's time for my final notes. Now it's time, and now it's time for his final notes. Elliot's final notes. Um, notes. <laughs> So it undoes the events of the last movie, so it's a reboot deboot. Uh, yeah, that yeah. was very X Men. <laughs> yeah. Like, so it undoes these movies, but not these movies. And mm. well, we're in the midst; like we're about to have a bunch of movies that do yeah. that. Yeah. No, we've already had a couple. We've had Halloween that undid itself. We're yeah. About to have Terminator. I have such mixed feelings on that. I don't know how. That's a. Mm. It's a grandfather paradox. I know, but yeah, mm, it's already go got the, time travel and paradoxes. I go into ah. the past, kill my grandfather. Father's not born. I don't yeah. go into the past. Don't kill my grandfather. Yeah. Father is born. <laughs> Remember, if you, you ever travel back in time for any reason, don't touch anything. Right. <laughs> Just one tiny little insignificant mosquito. <laughs> there was a weird reoccurring Raiders fan with a baby. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What was it that? <laughs> I, I don't know what this Again, was. I like the reprise more than I like the original. <laughs> yeah. Weird. I don't know what the joke is, but yeah. <laughs> The FBI guy's like, all right, I need to find the guy who I'm going to state the prison suicide of. That's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a little too <laughs> topically Yikes. relevant. But no. <laughs> yeah, put that on. Thimpthanth predicted it. <laughs> <laughs> and can you imagine a grip without a jet ski? <laughs> <laughs> grip without a jet ski is hardly a grip at all. Mm-hmm. Let's rank this thing. On the Simpsons Index, we rank using our six-point scale, which starts down the bottom at failure. Maybe if the episode was just meh, you give a participant. But for the positive rankings, you got OK Bronze, Good Silver, Excellent Gold, but for the best of the very best, you give Cubic Zirconia. I'm going to go first. Let me show you how it's done. Look, I think that um, I don't know, but also I do, and I'm nervous to say it because like, I'm going to go with Silver, and I know it's fucking... It's very generous. I'm going to admit wow. that I'm being very, very generous you with it. You kind-hearted fool. <laughs> because I do agree that, you know, it's kind of a wash of an episode, but I don't know. It had enough good material, and the fact that it had a fucking story was just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's all I have to say about that. BT. Man, man. I mean, I know what you say. It's difficult. I am skirting the Patissa Bronze border. However... I just can't, in my in good conscience, reward mediocrity. And that's as good as this gets. It's mediocre. It is okay-ish. It is lower than there. It is a participant from me. Oh, and wow. that's tough. I mean, I just, I feel like there's nothing to take away from this. I feel there's no reason for me to watch it again or think about it ever. I don't want to because it is, like you said, it has a coherent story. It has an A to B to C. It flows. I just don't feel like there's anything else there. And that's not enough. Fair Damn enough. It. That's just not enough. Madison. I've decided I'll give it a bronze. Okay. Ooh, discourse. I mean, yeah. <laughs> a shaky bronze, that is. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's not a bronze that's on solid ground. No, it's just a... There's still a time code on it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and MJ, finish it off. I'm all about awarding mediocrity. I'm, I'm going to th- throw it a silver simply because the bar has been lowered. <laughs> <laughs> It's such a low bar at yep. this point. <laughs> Damn it, James Cameron raised the bar. <laughs> yeah. Who's that? South it's Park. him, James Cameron. <laughs> yeah. Weird South Park cut. All right. Um, fuck, what does that I make know. it now? I think that becomes a dull silver. Okay, so that would be straight bronze. No, I think it's just a... I'm sorry I made you do math. 
<laughs> you know I would never do that intentionally. I know, man. You're looking out for me. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I will just do a quick bit of math just to make sure that the numbers oh, are Oh, God, right. what have I done? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, averaging out, had to do a bit of complicated maths, but this will make this a shiny bronze. And it'll be joining another episode from season 25, The War of Art. This is actually a really cool story where Homer and Marge buy a bit of art from a Van Houten's garage sale. And yeah, they sold it to him for like 10 bucks, turns out to be worth a lot. And then it turns out that that was actually a forgery. Mm. It's a very, it's a roller coaster. <laughs> but yeah, other such half decent episodes from the HD era as the Real Housewives of Fat Tony, when Fat Tony gets married to Selma, <laughs> Homer the Whopper, where Homer gets cast in a superhero movie. Oh wow, weird connection. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and also the Book Job, where Homer and Bart and Selma and Professor Frink and Neil Gaiman write a bestseller. And so that's a fun one. <laughs> yeah, especially Neil Gaiman. <laughs> Neil he, himself. Yeah, Neil Gaiman kills it in that episode. He really does. All right, before we move on, we must ask if that reputation is justified. Is that reputation justified? Bing. Dennis Perkins of the AV Club. Dennis the Wildcard Perkins. He gave this episode a B. So that's roughly where we went on it. Hey, nice. And he says, The strongest episode of Simpsons 25th season so far and by far. Still, this episode avoids a few pitfalls the show has been more prone to stumble into in the later years, provides a double handful of funny lines and gags, and actually seems invested in telling a coherent story from beginning to end. Not classic Simpsons by any yardstick but certainly a welcome respite from what has been a streak of fairly dire late-run episodes. Hmm. I think much like our opinion, it's just like, it's okay. <laughs> Thank the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Which, yeah, I could imagine for him week after week for the AV Club having to review this thing. What are you talking about? We do this week after week. <laughs> we oh, don't yeah. have to imagine it. We live it. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the teens era where we're going to review an episode called Fat Man and Little Boy. Does anyone know what this episode is based on title alone? The creation of the nuclear bomb. <laughs> what? Yeah, Fat Man and Little Boy were the nicknames for the nuclear weapons. Are you shitting me? No, that's literally, they dropped Fat Boy, I think it was on Nagasaki, and Little Boy was Hiroshima, I think. I might have those backwards. Oh, no. Yeah. History, man. It's the worst place to live. <laughs> that's really dark. Well, this is just a cute little story about Bart making t-shirts. It's not that at all. What? There are no nuclear weapons? <laughs> I was lied to. Well, maybe we'll see when we come back. And we are back and we just watched our Teens Era episode. This was Season 16, Episode 5, Fat Man and Little Boy, which had absolutely nothing to do with there nuclear weapons. There was plutonium. Oh, there was too. Yeah. Oh. You lied to me. You said there was no plutonium. <laughs> Oh, there we go. There was a loose connection to that. Mm -hmm. Anyway, first released in December of 04. This was directed by Mike B. Anderson, written by Joel H. Cohen. In this episode, Bart gets into making t-shirts after he gets cynical about growing up. And, and Homer uses this as an excuse to quit his job at the nuclear plant and starts mooching, mooching, mooching. Hey, y'all. What did we think? I thoroughly enjoyed that half an episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, definitely did hit a point. I literally wrote the note, so where are we going with this? Because yeah. <laughs> we're technically in third act and there's nothing really left. Mm -hmm. But no, until then, and even the very last sting, yeah, pretty good. Yeah, I really enjoyed the jokes in this one. Mm -hmm. I thought the story was a bit of nonsense, but uh, who cares? I'm having a fun time. It's a joke factory. It was a bit of fluff. Yeah. 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 
Fluffy fluff fluff. Fluff, fluffy, fluff. All right, well, let's hook into our review. Madison, for better or worse, what's something that stands out to you from this episode? <laughs> the first, like, minute? I don't know. I feel like it was very accurate, the brother-sister relationship. Yeah? <laughs> I feel like I've lived that in <laughs> in real life. Being yeah. Spitballs. Yeah. Spitballs coming at you like and it's then, Omaha Beach. Yeah, and then, like, the manipulation of where Lisa's like, oh, I bet you can't twist it. And then he's like, I can do it. I'm great. <laughs> I really like when she's like, you're in big trouble. I'm bleeding, as in everything's fine but, until you bleed. And yeah. then it's like, no, nope, now you're screwed. Yeah. <laughs> it's all fun and games until someone draws first blood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then it's Rambo. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she can't physically overpower him, but she has learned ways to, yeah, mentally fuck with him. <laughs> as all sisters have. <laughs> <laughs> Learn from the sister's handbook. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I enjoyed that opening scene as well. Uh, Janie and Lisa as well doing that clapping game with uh, Mr. X last word and (laughs) cause Homer to faint. Oh, my goodness. The children said arse. His little girl may have said the naughty word for bottom. (laughs) Can't have that. When I grew up, it was Mary had a canary. Yeah? Mm Mm-hmm. Peter had a duck. Ah, uh, yeah. Met under the kitchen table and taught him how to fly fish for dinner, fry fish for tea. The more you eat, the more you drink, the more you want to. Peter had a boat. The yep. boat began to Oh, that rules. All I knew was like the Wendy from South Park one. I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but she's a great big contaminated water. <laughs> make you really sick. Yeah. How about you, MJ? What stands out to you from this episode? Oh, Marge fighting with this potato masher. <laughs> well, <laughs> Who hasn't been in that stuck door situation? Two days ago, the third drawdown, it's full of shite, as mm-hmm. we all know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was a spatula, not a potato masher. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's why I keep my spatulas in the second b- uh, big drawer. You know the one I'm talking about. Genius. Because, <laughs> yeah. yeah, in the shallow cutlery drawer. Yeah, that's right. No good. No, no good. good. Angry thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so relatable. Oh, my mm-hmm. goodness. Yeah. And then, yeah. Oh, well, no harm. No harm <laughs> done. Right. And then Homer's got a potato <laughs> pillow in his head. Yep. They sting. Um, the supplemental disability insurance coming from, from Sergeant Activity. Yep. Just to start with. Ah, that was great. Yeah. Like, you know that you're becoming an adult when you start having yeah. fantasies of insurance salesmen. <laughs> and then uh, especially like the reprise as well, where you just, I'll just leave these brushes here. <laughs> yep. Oh, I remember when uh, my and- Power Rangers started trying to upsell me on full coverage. <laughs> Uh, and the, the Tooth Fairy is God's daughter. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. <laughs> That's canon. The more you know, huh? <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> you know, I was actually thinking in that moment as well, it's kind of weird that the Americans developed the whole, you know, put it under your pillow thing. Like, I don't, it, was it the same for you guys where it was put your tooth in a glass of water instead? Yeah. No, but no? then again, I have American upbringings. So. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. You're our American correspondent. Mm-hmm. That's right, Elliot, and back to you. <laughs> <laughs> so yours was under the pillow? Yeah. MJ? I have no memory. I, I no? Remember, literally remember both. Yeah. <laughs> I've I've just... Glass of water under the pillow? I've had a, man- <laughs> Big problem. I've had a Mandela experience yeah. right now. <laughs> I've slipped into an alternate dimension. Worlds have collided. BT, what stands out to you? Oh, man, I just realised... My stands out was also going to be the heart question, but uh, you can't stop me because I'm a rebel. So it's just Bart's realization that his childhood is going. And I love that bit where he's like, no, we're going to do things kids love to do. He gets in one of those plastic cars, like, vroom, 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 vroom. <laughs> and his bullies walk over, hey, dingus, what you realizing? <laughs> Man, that's tough. I knew when I was an adult when they say, we're trying you as an adult. Yeah. <laughs> and he just collects all his toys and gives them a Viking funeral, but still does it with the, you know, magnifying glass. Yep. yep. 
I remember uh, that awkward phase of life. It's like, well, I'm too old for action figures, but what am I into? I, mm. I don't know. Too oh. old for action figures and too young to jerk off. Video games. <laughs> I was never too old to jerk off. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, the answer was video <laughs> games, <What>? obviously. <laughs> Freezing right past that one. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I still like, because I remember like, because my brother used to like run a market stall at North Rocks Markets. Go support them, listeners. The, they do it for the deaf and blind school. Okay. They're still uh, there. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. But yeah, he used to run a stall there and I'm like, one day had all my Power Rangers and Street Sharks gathered up and I'm like, I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm like, fuck, I used to have the fucking Dragon Zord. God damn it. <laughs> so much money in that. Yeah. I would have happily given away the White Lion and the fucking, even the Megazord, but the Dragon Zord. Ugh. Yeah, fuck the Megazord. Screw yeah. that guy. <laughs> oh, and yeah, my Street Sharks collection as well. Yeah. You saw how much fun Vin Diesel was having with that. That is such a niche <laughs> reference. Um, I had the same thing with my old uh, N64 game boxes and manuals, which I got rid of when I moved house and then found out you could sell them. I was like, well, fuck balls. Yeah, that's right. Because that, when we were living at Kalara and yeah. I had that eBay store going, yeah, I sold the box for Nintendo 64 Smash Brothers for $60. Just the wow. box. No Just game. the box. Just the, <laughs> oh my and my God. shit was pristine. And I still... <laughs> but yeah, Bart doing the Viking funeral set to Kansas, Dust in the Wind. Yeah. Ah, what a great song. Second best song by Kansas. No. What's the best? Carry on my wayward song. Oh, hey. that's Kansas. That is too. Yeah. Forgot about that. I actually know that one. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Supernatural. Hey. Welcome to <laughs> I was going to say, someone's played Guitar Hero. <laughs> oh, also, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that Sea Captain bit was a little weird. It was. It really didn't have. I thought I did like the exit line of, I just want a friend. That's not a work friend. It's like, <laughs> I like the line, but it's also a 10 year old boy. That's weird. I, hmm, again. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> but I like a lot of adults taking a lot of interest <laughs> yeah. in Bart in this episode. <laughs> but no, this episode had bad commercial break jokes because there was that one, and then there was the Homer yelling, "I don't have an inside voice," and it's yeah. like, ah, these are your cuts of commercial uh, jokes. Yeah, it's such a bad line because we've literally heard him in this episode use his indoor voice. Mm. So, yes. And what stands out to me? Um, yeah, just piggybacking off your thing. Yeah, the T-shirts. Did we have any favourite slogans that Bart had? I forgot most of them. Yeah. <laughs> I liked the one that was the progression of, like, this shirt sucks. sucks. Yep. Sucking sucks. And... sucks. Hobody's sure-ficked knithead. <laughs> the extra extension of knithead. Yeah. I, I see what you did there. Mm -hmm. I don't know where he got the idea to do a proud Nubian princess, but... <laughs> I'm glad, I'm glad Wiggum got some use out of it. Yeah, hey, good for him. <laughs> uh, impeach everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I would have liked to have seen a Nuke the Whales shirt, but that's just Oh, yeah. <laughs> got to nuke something. Got to nuke something. <laughs> oh, yeah, tying into the, this yeah. episode yeah. title as well. Yep. But, yeah, as well, this leading into Goose Gladwell, the obvious Willy Wonka stand-in. What do we think of this character? He was wacky. He was wacky, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're skipping. He was in Vietnam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the things he saw drove him insane. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I was actually amazed at the turn that, yeah, I sold the rights to Bart shirts to the Disney Corporation. <laughs> and it's like, oh, wow, Simpsons predicted it again. Everything is Disney. <laughs> and yeah, now, I, I do like his follow-up of, uh, my group of loopy lawyers means I never have to pay in lawyers in wacky hats. Yeah, <laughs> yeah blue head lawyer. The got... same lawyers. Yeah. The Mr. Burns' lawyers, yeah. <laughs> got a lot of business. Oh, yeah. Busy guys. I yeah. wanted to see the T-shirts as done by Disney, though. Yeah, each one made into a movie. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah or just tamed down. Mm. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, because we wonder, you know, if Disney will continue, you know, The Simpsons 
because they're renewed up until 32, but they're still being overseen by Fox. Mm. But after that, they'll be overseen by Disney. Live action reboot. (laughs) And they're already talking about making another uh, Simpsons movie. Live action. (laughs) That's what Disney do now. They do live action movies. Live action and whitewashed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Who would play Homer Simpson? Oh, I'll, I'll uh, go for that role. Channing, <laughs> we know the answer. Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Injected with gravy and potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, what was the latest Disney live action abomination? Aladdin? Lion King? One? No, no, the, the trailer dropped for it. Cats. Like, uh, Cats, Mulan? was it? Oh, oh wait, no. Cats oh, is not. That's a different that's abomination. That's a different, I look forward to me. that because we all get to hate it together. Yeah. <laughs> You did trigger my memory. It's lately in the tramp. Um, oh, really? Oh. Yeah, they oh, somehow managed what? to make cute dogs look creepy. Uh, yeah, they made it look like a, like a really young female dog, and then sorry, yeah. really young bitch, and then a, <laughs> like fifty year old dog. Yeah, yeah, not good. Disney. Weird vibes. How bizarre. Just like the Otero Millionaires Club said. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's not right. Only, not only did you remember it was OMC, you knew what it stood for. Just. <laughs> Slow clap, definitely. Yeah, man. Pride of New Zealand, those guys. <laughs> so, play count. How many times before today do you think you've seen this episode? Probably once before. Yeah? Zero. I feel like I might have once, but uh, the pitch of my voice says I'm not sure. It says otherwise. <laughs> yeah, I'm similarly pitchy. I think it's like two, three, maybe. Not a lot. Because, yeah, season 16 is, I think, the point where you definitely got more bad than good. And so... This one was a nice bit of uh, yeah. <laughs> um, entertainment. That's the word I was looking for. I enjoyed this one more than the last one. So. Yeah. Wackiness. Oh, there was plenty. Mm-hmm. Where shall we begin on the whack? Just in all of Goose entirely. Yep. That guy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. a little cuckoo clock in his head. He has 20 stores in 30 states. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a good little uh, blinking and missing moment. Marge being absolutely delighted when he broke into their house. Broke <laughs> in. <laughs> well, yeah, and like it, it was genuine as well. Yeah, like, oh wow, you broke in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nothing quite like an eccentric single man taking an interest Zoom in our son. son. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I like William breaking Bart's light up sneakers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got a uh, sneaker out. <laughs> bad cops, bad cops. Yeah. Oh, and Bart was already oh. paying protection to Nelson. <laughs> Pimped out, That's yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, I like these. Yeah, just as quick little asides, they were mm-hmm. really good. What was that gadget expo? I tried oh. to write down as many of those stalls as I could. Yeah, no, that was, again, too fast, but they're all Ex- really We had, what do you have? Erotic ashtrays. Yeah. <laughs> poison ice cubes. <laughs> I remember. Exploding hearing aids. <laughs> hairy golf balls. Hairy or golf balls, yeah. yeah. That stood I, out. I really liked Apu's bit there. He was just walking with this kind of smug superiority. Oh, yeah. He was like, I can make or break these people. <laughs> Every day, get abused by Quickie Mart customers. Today. Oh, yeah. He is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's he is in it. charge. It's a, it's a good moment. It's a good scene. <laughs> And the lead-in, oh, the novelty expo, that's tomorrow. Yeah, Smash. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, some absolute good fun there. And yeah, Krusty's t-shirt stand just <laughs> destroying parts. Yep. Oh. Uh, man, we had some great ones where Homer goes to the plant after being fired and just key out of the fake rock <laughs> yeah. yep. inside to twice, the reactor. Twice. Key out of the fake rock. Yeah. Oh, and then, yeah, him actually getting the plutonium. <laughs> yeah, so it. I'm not a nuclear physicist, as you know. <laughs> But I have it's watched Chernobyl. Nuclear. Yeah. <laughs> nuclear. <laughs> and uh, they have so much cancer now. Oh, yeah? <laughs> that yeah, close to really an unshielded do. nuclear reactor? Oh, yes. The whole Simpsons family? 
I have watched the entire series. Elliot. <laughs> Is that the grim ending? They just all die from cancer. Kind of. That's glowing the, in the you dark. You know when they do the freeze frame on various characters and like they're usually like Chubbs went on to be a senator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, like, just, died of cancer. Died of cancer. Died of cancer. <laughs> Even the snapshot on the dog. Died of cancer. <laughs> Did they have glowing x-rays from being <laughs> that close to it? Oh, God, that was horrifying. <laughs> Doctor, I haven't injected the dye yet. <laughs> Hi. It actually reminded me of that bit in Futurama where Bender's got the x-ray torch. Yeah. Ow, my sperm. Huh. Zap. Didn't hurt that time. <laughs> Any other wackiness from y'all? Uh, <laughs> unnecessary... The change machine that does not actually sort change. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love how Homer immediately falls into that mooching yeah. role as well. Yeah, we haven't seen that. It's the uh, juice loosener all over again. Yeah, yeah. No, we haven't seen the home shopping stuff on The Simpsons for a while. For a while, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I do love the compilation of like the black and white before yeah. clips of people just <laughs> failing. Yeah. <laughs> it's totally. so good. Is this you? <laughs> just spilling water everywhere. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I can't sit under a blanket and eat popcorn at the same time. <sighs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember the one from Homer as well, uh, complaining about the Korean animation and then yeah. his mouth just immediately yeah. being a foot away from him. <laughs> mm. That's unfair, but accurate. Again, he didn't dwell on it too long, so it was like, okay, cool. Well, yeah, I just hope those Korean animators like are just animating it and they yeah, couldn't speak English. Cause, yeah. hey, hey, and now you're making us <laughs> animate it. <laughs> well, I thought the idea was revenge. Yeah. <laughs> but who knows? Uh, we get a little bit of wackiness with Lisa and Martin and also rest in peace, Martin. He died? Oh, didn't he? No, I'm thinking of the wrong person. The oh, voice actor. No, but yeah, yeah, they'll probably be retiring Martin now. But yeah, yeah, yeah his voice actor have we, passed have we away. mentioned that in Index? I can't remember. Uh, yeah, we did, I uh, think, when uh, that guy was on. You know that guy. Oh, that guy. Always wore a shirt. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh the one who's always standing and walking. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> strange guy. Rory Calhoun. I'll take that again. So no, I think it that. actually might have been uh, last week's episode with Craig that that was mentioned. Okay. But actually, recently as well, I uh, just quickly mentioned that, yeah, Valerie Harper passed away. That's what I was thinking of. Um, yeah, she did about six episodes in the HD era. Always, like, bit characters, but I think, we yeah, always said she did a fine job. Mm-hmm. And she was best known for playing Rhoda in the Mary Tyler Moore show. So, yeah, Valet, Valerie Harper. Um, yeah, but a bit of Lisa versus Martin, and you know, Martin's built this robot, and the robot's just like, don't hold my hand, it's creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Some chum he is. Yeah. I guess this is actually where the episode kind of disappoints me, that it's sort of yeah. setting up that there's going to be more of a Lisa story, but it just kind of peters out. It kind of just drifts away from the Bart T-shirt thing and then comes back to it anyway. And, and yeah, and neither of them is kind of complete. Mm. That's why I was so happy with my half episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> absolutely. And I at least wanted to see who defeated last year's winner with a jar of owl pellets for the science <laughs> fair. That's got Ralph written all over it. <laughs> <laughs> Sympathy win. Um, yeah, look, this is a very wacky episode, so uh, I think we'll continue wacky talking a bit, but let's quickly go to the heart, since we were talking about how the stories kind of yeah. didn't round out. <laughs> I think just at the end, where Bart's just like, ah, oh, I thought I was, you know, finally an adult, but I'm still just a stupid kid, and it's like, ah, oh, yeah. that, that gets me in some kind of feels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for me, it's Homer playing with Lisa. Yeah, that was adorable. Yeah. And yeah. actually enjoying it for a change. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, he just went... <laughs> 
turned her little cute story about a, a Malibu Stacy going to the organic market and just went all <laughs> fast and furious in space with it. And running over Flanders. <laughs> His flip flops. I like that you joke about that and then give it a few more movies and they'll be in space. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Someone's going to drive around this asteroid and they'll collide with Earth, but who could be extreme enough? <laughs> There's got to be an Elon Musk reference in this. I was just about to say, yeah, they hop into Elon Musk fucking... Uh, Sky Tesla, whatever. Who would, space be, who would be crazy enough to put a car into space? I think <laughs> I might be your guy. Sponsored by Axe Body Spray. Yeah. <laughs> when you're in space, no one can hear you smell white. I fucked that up in time. <laughs> or did I? All right, check out this little segue. So, uh, Hobbs and Shaw, there was a weird joke about Calvin and Hobbs ah, in this episode. yes. <laughs> Mo going, <laughs> have you got one of Calvin peeing on Hobbs? No. What, what do you have him peeing on? <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah, there's an interesting trademark thing with that where the guy who draws Calvin and Hobbes had the opportunity to sue the person who drew that Calvin Peeing logo. He just didn't. He was like, nah, it's cool. I mean, I don't like it, but... Yeah. What a good guy. Yeah, good guy Calvin and Hobbes, dude. This uh, is a thing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Calvin Peeing on things like, was like a one of those bumper sticker kind of things. It was really yeah. big. And yeah, the guy who drew the original comic had the opportunity to sue and just decided not to. Huh. Like, I, I don't like what you've done, but I feel like it's a big enough cartoon now that it kind of belongs to everyone a little bit yeah right yeah good guy yes wow much more uh respect rather than fucking leonardo da vinci who yeah got all up in arms about who came back from the grave to sue people (laughs) (laughs) mona lisa taking dumps yep I don't know. <laughs> I would do that if I had the power. Seriously. <laughs> and uh, I want to get myself an itchy poochy shirt. Oh yeah. That's uh, the ultimate crossover. <laughs> Osama bin scratchy. Yeah, really cool variants there. Austin Powers itchy. Yes. <laughs> All your favorites. Mm. It's so typical of that and yeah, I think it speaks volumes that we've moved on from the heart so quickly. But yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't going for it. So it's it was fine. there but it really yeah. wasn't. Little it was some moments, but they were mostly in jokes of uh yeah your action figures selling you insurance yeah and growing up and realizing oh and fucking having people giving you a gift of making a donation in your name (laughs) come on (laughs) bit stingy yeah donation has been made in your name to the human fund (laughs) (laughs) ah classic seinfeld that was like only about five years before this episode I always think of Seinfeld as like this ancient thing, but yeah. there were jokes about email in it. Uh, I'm getting What's distracted. the deal with it, though? <laughs> Ultimately, though, did it feel like an episode of The Simpsons? Yeah, sure. Homer effectively gets a new job. A mooching job? Yeah. yeah. Wackiness ensues. Yeah. Were the characters themselves, did they, do you reckon there were any integrity breaks? Homer quits his job, doesn't get it back at the end, and yet everything resets to zero. That's very Simpsons. Hmm. <laughs> Well, at this point, anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they used to do the leg work, but nope. Nope. And Chum is never seen or heard from again. Nope. Mm. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's such a shame. I just, I really wish there was a conclusion and we, mm. with the Lisa thing and coming together with Bart at the end, but they just sort of ran out of time with this one. Yeah. Yes or no, would you watch this one again? Yeah. Pass the hangover test. Certainly. Yeah, we might watch it again. We'll put it in a playlist. What playlist would this go in? Uh, Gilded Truffle Appearances. Definitely. Oh, yeah. uh, Moochie Moochie playlist. <laughs> Whatever episode that comes from. Moochie Moochie. That's from the flash forward to when Bart's mooching off President Lisa. 
Oh, that's ah, right. Yes. <laughs> the episode that I'm afraid to review because <laughs> <laughs> it's all a little too real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With the debt the President Trump left America in. Yeah. Oh, dear God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the same as that episode where Sideshow Bob becomes mm-hmm. mayor. A little too real. Yep, not well, ready. <laughs> we were watching the other day and I literally had to yell at the screen three times it was too real. Oh, it was Futurama, Decision <laughs> <Yes>. 3012. <laughs> oh, God. Because, yeah, they talk about the whole, you know, cult of personality being more important than actual policy. And <laughs> Yeah, uh, that was just a bit where, fuck, what do they say? Oh, he's even talking about building a space wall to protect Earth from the south of the universe. (laughs) Oh, dear God. (laughs) Yeah, but uh, I'm trying to move it in my head. I'll yell it out later. Oh, right. Yeah, any other episodes remind you of this one? I want to say See You in Hell, Candy Boys, but only because of the convention. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, convention convention appearances. Yeah, there's another HD one where they go to like a video games expo. Yeah. That's a really good one. All the appearances of Bymon's sci-fi con. Oh, yes. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good bunch of playlists. (laughs) And... Madison, what would you like to change about this episode? I don't. Yeah, I'd like to see more from Lisa, her yeah. storyline, that part, and like even just see who won the contest in the end. Mm. Like, yeah, because she would have had that. to leave the contest because uh, Homer took her project, right? Yeah. yeah. So now she had nothing to enter. Yeah, she's oh. he's got his dangerously unstable plutonium reactor in the dump. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With all the seagulls pecking at it. Yep. Nar. But yeah, it's that whole thing. Why mention the contest if we're not going to see the contest? Yeah. And they built up a rivalry with Martin and everything. Mm-hmm. So where's and, our contest? Yeah, and, and we're going to get to the fireworks factory. <laughs> <laughs> right? But how about you, MJ? What would you like to change? Oh, geez, man. I would love to see the skateboard rising from the dead after the Viking funeral. Because <laughs> that was in the freaking box, man. That made yeah, me sad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just rolls out. Oh. <laughs> Oh, I can't believe he got rid of the skateboard. I How's know. he going to get around? His most radical <laughs> thing. <laughs> the slingshot. Is that what it's called? Slingshot? That oh, was in yeah. there too, yeah. Oh, How will he Dennis menace things now? Yeah. <laughs> um, I would love to see what happened to Krusty's line of t-shirts mm. yep. at the start. I would love to see that story go to its conclusion. I would love to see the science fair go to its conclusion. I would love to see Homer get his job back at the plant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I would love to know if it is actually activated plutonium isotope 239, because that's what's required. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Rather yeah, than the less, the less reactive 240. And thank you for being our science correspondent for this episode. <laughs> And how about you, BT? What would you like to change? Man, either run with that Lisa bit or cut it out and stick to your main story because it feels like such an unfortunate departure. And despite the fact it was really kind of sweet and cute, the fact that nothing happened with that really just broke the pacing for this one for me. It was like, I was having a good time. Everything made sense. We were watching a documentary about the mountain lion of Africa, (laughs) the lion. Yeah. Yeah. And that was a great bit. And I'm like, (laughs) okay, this is what we're doing. And then it just steered away from that and then came back to it. To either stay there or build something else. It's just, it felt like filler, which was really unfortunate for something that had a lot of potential. Yeah. And just speaking of the African line bit as well, featured the one guest star for this episode Meryl Eric- Streep. <laughs> yeah, playing the male documentary. Well, she probably She's could. very versatile. <laughs> uh, Eric Idle returning as Declan Desmond, yeah. a somewhat recurring character. Oh, that's just delightful. I did not know that. So, yeah, they've had Eric Idle in to do that like seven times over the oh, course right. of the series. <laughs> yeah. Eric Idle never left. <laughs> oh, what would I change? Yeah, I- I've said it, round out the Lisa story, or at least set it up a bit better. You know, we've got this thing of Bart becoming an adult and. Lisa's still being a kid, like Homer doing kid stuff with mm. her. Like, I think there's it's a, a bit more parallel, to mind. Yeah, a yeah, bit more to mind about that. And like, 
you know, we got Bart having a business and growing up and all that. And yeah, so having Homer be uh, living out more childhood stuff with Lisa would have been a bit more fun. But yeah, it's like this episode just didn't have time yeah, for like it. Yeah, maybe Bart then gets jealous of all their fun and yeah. knows, hey, you know, there are a few more years of being a kid. And That's they all it. drink lemonade. <laughs> <the end. laughs> all right, we're here. Madison, do you have any other notes? Not currently, I'm sorry. That's okay. MJ, do you have any other notes? All the good graves are taken. <laughs> it's freaking dark, man. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And I kind of expected it to go down a um I'm gonna go hang out with Maggie Path. Yeah. Yeah. That's not where we went. Nope. And NVM. MVM? And NVM, never mind. Oh, right, That's right, right. what the kids say these days. <laughs> oh, oh, do they? <laughs> in the memes online. <laughs> uh, you know you're an adult when you're no longer with it. <laughs> keep changing what it is. Uh, <laughs> I just figured out what fleek meant, and now it's not a thing anymore. Oh, yeah. Oh, it is so bejingles right now. <laughs> Bojangle indeed. <laughs> Damn it, I try to sound hip and I end up making a fucking Bob Dylan reference. <laughs> hey, Bob Dylan's still cool. <laughs> he is not. His mum thinks he's cool. <laughs> BT, any other notes? I got plenty. I like how trying to pull Bart's tooth out, they tie it to the back of the bus and just drives into Chalmers' Camry. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. a good little misdirect. I thought it was going to be the bus drives off and it just crashes. Just, Bart's tooth is somehow stronger, but no, I, I like how... It, Smashed into Chalmers. I together. really thought that there would be a Hans Molman gag in there. Yeah. Yep. yeah. <laughs> Him either being behind the wheel or under the bar saw. Yeah, actually, I found out the other day after doing some research that, yeah, Hans Molman has died 26 times during the course of the show. That's delightful. <laughs> I honestly thought it would have been more. But yeah, going into the Chalmers car getting destroyed playlist as well. Oh, yeah. yeah the time that they lift the badge off his Honda Accord. Yeah, you know what's going on. He's always so proud of his mid range cars. <laughs> yeah. uh, a bit of a musical moment with I'm Too Sexy by Right Fred uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Who were we talking about that the other day with? I do not remember. Oh, yeah, the one good thing. And, oh. you know, that must have been such a depressive life, you know, being too sexy for your cat. Yeah. <laughs> Having to give up your cat for an adoption. Yeah, or just giving up your shirt. Like, I'm cold, but I'm too sexy. Channing yeah. Tatum knows how he yeah. feels. <laughs> he wrote it into his own contract. He did it to himself. <laughs> Damn that potato. Okay, my client is too sexy for this shirt. And <laughs> too sexy for this role. Too sexy for this movie. <laughs> Any other uh, notes? I'll, it's horrible, but it's the best way to do a horrible joke of Krusty's line of t-shirts made for kids, oh, by kids, yeah. and we pass the slavings onto you. It's like, oh. <laughs> but again, that's the right way to do that, I think. Mm. It feels too real uh, coming off yeah. this multi-million dollar earnings show that <laughs> is making jokes about its Korean animators and yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. slave conditions of making merchandise. Well, then you're really not going to like the line of, well, we're supposed to do this without adult help. Sweetie, that's orphan talk. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got a guilty laugh out of that, but still. <laughs> <Totally>. Yeah. <laughs> Krusty's Geiger counter is a nice bit of whack. Yep, weird Krusty products playlist. Put this with the eye swabs and the <laughs> pregnancy test. <laughs> yep, they right. cause birth defects. <laughs> <laughs> it's crustorific, Johnny Unitas, but is my upper lip supposed to be bleeding like this? Uh, probably. <laughs> <laughs> and then final, a joke that I didn't like and then they saved it somehow by making it go longer was uh, it'll kill everyone a 30 mile radius including the blue blockers sunglasses guy who's there sometimes yeah. and then I didn't like that but I like the damn him to hell <laughs> as though Homer has this long standing history with this vendor <laughs> of something but like he gives him like a friendly yeah, wave or like going casual. damn him yeah. <laughs> I don't know why it sold it I'm just ah, I'm stunned I thought it was a <laughs> dumb bit that they actually made me laugh with I think it's those dumb bits where 
sort of they say it and then there's an implication and then you sort of think about it. Yeah. Like when Lisa says, if you want a pancake, you want to hurry up. Dad pulled a chair up <laughs> right <laughs> up to the stove. Yeah, and it's just kind of there. They do it and they go. They don't yep. cut to Homer pulling up in chair. How oh, can I get any closer? No, it's just done and done. Yep. All right, and time for my final notes and another musical moment. We get a little bit of the Pink Panther theme when Homer's oh. doing his little sneaky sneaky. Well, what sounds play when you sneak? <laughs> Spider noises. Oh. <laughs> that's creepy cool. sneaky mm. well that's how I usually sneak <laughs> uh, it's a silly joke and I think I may have hung on to it too long but Smithers going well it is uh, yeah it Smithers is going Christmas. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> it's yeah. Christmas when I say it's Christmas <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's it alright time to rank this thing Madison your turn to go first uh, I mean I didn't hate it but I didn't love it so I'd, I'd probably say bronze again yep yeah it's a safe bet yeah, an yeah. okay time, Yeah, as is dictated by the bronze ranking <laughs> thing. <Nah>. Yep. BT! Ah, <laughs> uh, man, I'm on I'm on the other side of the fence now. I'm on the Brilva fence. I think if it hadn't had that departure into an unnecessary bit right on its third act, I would have silvered quite easily. I am going to go with a bronze, but it's a, it's a high up there bronze. It's very close to that edge, which, you know, just a little bit more out of this one, and it would have been pretty damn good. MJ? Agreed. Brilva. Throwing it up there. What a rank, you have to pick one. <laughs> oh, no. I know, I know, it's hard, but we have to make the hard choices here at The Simpsons Impact. Doesn't a coin. Does anyone know what a heads means? <laughs> <laughs> wow, save the bit. <laughs> well, uh, we... I'm going to go for silver. Yeah? I will. It's just right on the edge, but there was enough gags to make up for the um, three incomplete storylines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going silver as well. I honestly, I was halfway through this episode and I was thinking... Is this a season sixteen that's going to get a gold? I like it was really good. What? But no, it sort of. It, Which is a shame, man. Yeah, so close. I think this was like I didn't intentionally sort of pair this episode with the last one for any reason. Like they're not really that connected, but I found like they're sort of interesting comparisons in that mm. that one had a way more solid storyline, but didn't have the jokes. This one had jokes for days, but fucking yeah, really shut the story bed. What? <laughs> it's a great thing. Look it up. <laughs> yeah. Picture of a bed. Make it a story. Now put shit in it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, averaging out, this will be a dull silver. Wow. This will be the first dull silver from season 16. And yeah, this is our highest ranking season 16 <laughs> episode so Ooh. far. Nice. But it'll be joining other such dull silvers from the teens era as I Annoyed Gruntbot, where Chief Nokahoma. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. The Old Man and the Sea Student, which we reviewed with Jordan. That's mm-hmm. when the Olympics comes to town, but then they don't because Bart fucks it uh, up. Oh, yeah. Springs. Yeah. Not springy. springy. Yeah. Springy. Oh, the good. Springfield Spring. <laughs> yeah. Didn't get any gold, but it got some so so silver and a shameful bronze, yes. <laughs> averaging out to a dull silver. Yeah, some of our highest rated uh, HD era episodes as well. 500 keys, where there's mm-hmm. like a bunch of keys, not quite 500. Nedliest catch when Ned and Edna hook up. Mm-hmm. It's, a, I think, an appropriate rank for this one. Well done, though, for this episode. It's, yeah. Yeah. Proof it's never too late to stop sucking. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, still a damning thing for season 16 if this is the best it can do so far. Yeah. Just that uh, one little bit that didn't even segue into a bad section, just an unfulfilled one. Mm. And unfulfilled is better than bad. Mm. 
Mm. All right, now it is time for our Classic Era episode, and we're going to the tail end of the Classic Era now, where we are going to review Lisa the Skeptic. Do anyone of you know what this is, just based from title alone? (laughs) We'll give someone else a chance to guess, because I know that you do. (laughs) It's going to have to be the freaking concrete angel. Yeah. (laughs) So we're going to go see the angel, see the angel. We'll be back. Pick me, I'm ever so smart. And we are back, and we just watched our classic and final episode for the evening. This was Season 9, Episode 8, Lisa the Skeptic. First released in November of 1997, it was directed by Neil Affleck, absolutely no relation. Written by David X. Cohen. In this episode, it's the angel one, and they find the angel, and... Do we see the angel? (laughs) For 50 cents. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, what do we think? Delightful. Yeah, it it was pretty good, I guess. Yeah. Classic, bang on. Yeah, like right at the tail end of the classic era, we sort of, I don't think it's as funny as a lot of classic era ones, but like yeah. really cool story, I reckon. A lot of very good jokes in passing, but yeah, not a lot of, lot of big hoots. Hmm. Yes. Hoots. <laughs> yes, the hootometer was not going full blown hoot. <laughs> Lowercase hoot. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Still a hoot. Lowercase hoot. Totally. Not a hoot yeah. nanny. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, well, that, that's just way off the scale. <laughs> all right, let's talk into this episode. MJ, we'll start with you this time. For better or worse, what's a moment that stands out to you? Oh, fiddle-faddle. Everyone knows our mutants have flippers. <laughs> <laughs> Everything Mr. Burns says ever. Right. <laughs> oh, that was a uh, yeah, good bit of, uh, what do they call it, assonance there? Yes. And <laughs> it's just a nothing joke. It's a throwaway line, but Ralph's performance... <laughs> mm. Wait... <laughs> Fritz Nipple Scribble! I think I found something! <laughs> He's just so fucking excited. It's delightful. <laughs> it's a trailhead, Ralph. It fell off his shovel. <laughs> <He found> it. <laughs> yeah, a two for two with Ralph on this one, yeah, I reckon. The bag where he's like, keep digging, you'll never know when we fight on camera T Rex. In that case, three, three for three, because I was thinking of, I'm scared, Daddy, too scared to even wet my pants. <laughs> you just relax and it'll look up. <laughs> oh, what a great dad encouraging his son like that. <laughs> yeah, oh, really enjoyed Ralph in this one. Yeah. How about you, Madison? What stands out to you for better or worse? The fact that they, like, covered the crutch area of the skeleton. Yeah. The leaf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it was very clearly just taped on. <laughs> As Adam and Eve would have done back in the yeah. day. Mm-hmm. With tape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what God took Adam's other rib for. To make tape. tape. Yeah, what do you think tape is made out of? <laughs> Horse rib. I don't know. It's actually made out of, so I can't refute that. <laughs> At least we know it's not vegan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> BT, what stands out to you? Man, I'm going to say this is a great example of The Simpsons keeping that balance, because even though this is a big science v. religion thing, they do have jokes poking fun at both sides, and they don't have a conclusion exactly, and... The whole uh, science thing obviously lands on Lisa, but religious side lands on Marge instead of on Homer, who's just obviously just in it for the profiteering. And she just makes him very calm. You know, she's like, you just need to take a leap of faith every now and then. And that's some beautiful moments for that. But uh, yeah, you get balance in jokes and, you know, it gets crushed. And, ah, I just hope medical science can save me. But then at the end, the guy's like, 
I didn't get into science to make money. Whatever my little change you have will be fine. <laughs> uh, yes. He doesn't do the tests anyway. <laughs> yeah. Freaking jerk. Did she pay for it, though? Uh-uh. I mean, presumably. Got... Yeah. yeah, right? <laughs> you got to pay up front in science. <laughs> uh, yeah, one of the guest uh, starred people for this episode. What do they call them? Voice actors. Mm-hmm. Professor Stephen J. Gould was playing himself in this episode. Hi, that's cool. Yeah. Mm, I did not know that. Yeah, and uh, he passed away a few years ago. Oh. So, yeah. Much less cool. Yeah, lots of valets on this episode, what, what unfortunately. What's hit of science? Ah. Oh. What's he known for? Anything? Ah, oh, the Stephen Jay Gould theorem. I see. Quite the theorem. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think he's a biologist. <laughs> yeah. I was hoping our science correspondent might have been able to have something of that. Yeah, it's maybe a little too deep of a cut, but still. Mm. I appreciate that, yeah, it was an actual dude, and he just made fun of himself. Yeah. Oh, totally. Apparently, they knew some of the Simpsons writers, especially David X. Cohen, mm. who, as we Giant know from... nerd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, was one of his professors or something as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, yeah, the other guest voice actor, while we're getting depressed about people who are dead, yeah, Phil Hartman, mm. uh, in a great little Lionel Hutz appearance. Yeah. Mr. Hutz, we won. We. we. <laughs> <laughs> and just, yeah, confidently and menacingly patting his briefcase, <laughs> revealing her half-eaten sandwich and an apple core. <laughs> oh, shit. That might be a very weird reference to to, um, to falling down, where Michael Douglas is walking around with a briefcase, pretending he still has a job, but he only has his lunch in there, which is a sandwich and an apple. Oh. It might. It's a bit of a stretch, but still. I think I've got to see this movie. We've now run into two references Yes, I, I, on the I quite like it. They modelled Frank Grimes' character off Michael Douglas yes. in that movie. Mm-hmm. And what stands out to me from this episode? Yeah, I, I like how it rolls into that it's going to be this big court case as well. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I just remembered the Lionel Hutz line. I'll have to refer back to the case of finders versus keepers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that it rolls into this court case. It's like, oh, this is going to carry over for weeks and months and there's the angel. Okay. <laughs> Put a restraining order that religion, religion must stay 500 yards from science at all times. And yeah, like you were saying, it's not a conclusion to it, but <laughs> no. it's really just fucking bailing out of it, but doing it in a hilarious way. So that did remind me of the bit beforehand where it's like, well, now becomes the difficult part of who owns such a valuable artifact. I put forward that I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, and Homer just, so Homer just taking it and yeah. just seeing the profit for himself. <laughs> Well, not originally seeing the profit. He did want to just hoard it. Yeah. Put it in his safety deposit closet. <laughs> Which contained, oh my goodness. Yeah, let's, so let's, many let's references. Say, let's see if we can list them. His boxing gloves, his space helmet. We have got the Itchy and Scratchy Heads yep. from Itchy and Scratchy Land. We've Some got Billy the, Beer. The, yes, the Mr. Plough Jacket. Yeah. Yep. A Grammy. A Grammy, yes. That'll never appreciate. <laughs> just a sparkle thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fish bulb. Yeah. Yeah. This? <laughs> Wrong foot, you fucking idiot. They're on this? Yeah. <laughs> ah, the one time my socks come in handy, ironically. <laughs> then my socks are handy. Oh, right, yes. Yeah. Usually they go on footy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've got to go now. So. <laughs> Play count. How many times before tonight have you seen this episode? I think once. Oh, once? Yeah. Easily a dozen. Uh, many? Yeah. A lot. Mm. So it blends into one, to be honest. Little yeah. Bit. yeah. <laughs> All the life's a blur. Yeah, this is definitely after I'm like videotaping them, but yeah, still with syndication and with not doing much in my youth. Yeah. 
Yeah. Still managed to clock in a few <laughs> views of this one. So was this a particularly wacky episode of The Simpsons? The Pope on a deck chair is pretty funny. <laughs> oh, was he? Yeah. Just, oh. Again, it didn't call any attention to it. There's a lot of jokes like that. Obviously, there's a great one with a whale in the museum just hanging from the ceiling. <laughs> there's so, so many life-like. moments like Wah. that Yeah. in this episode. Oh, and when they are like doing the mob on the museum and Mo gets crushed by the, the mammoth tusk and yeah. he like gets crushed doing the splits. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> bit of it's not it's wacky let's put it that way so Comey gets pulled in for 235 parking tickets valued at 175 dollars total <laughs> it's a dollar 34 a parking ticket in springfield of course you'd park wherever you want yeah <laughs> was that yeah really worth them as well i, I suppose they got their money <laughs> and they damaged his good boating arm as well yeah <laughs> could have sued them mm. totally yeah <laughs> uh, they did ar- arrest now and- where is my boat <laughs> <laughs> they did arrest and beat him to the full extent of the law so yeah. again Springfield laws pretty weird what I really appreciated about this episode is how it really planted the seeds and then also uh, picked the fruits of those seeds yes I know mm. how gardening works <laughs> In the, yeah, they brought back later when Homer and Marge are just watching TV and Kemp Brockman's like, and a bunch of stupid people got sucked into a police boat sting. <laughs> and Homer's like, mm, sounds like good watching. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, short-term memory loss. Uh-huh. It's always funny what's happening with someone else. And if it's on TV, it must be someone else. Yep. <laughs> so any other notes of whacking? The Neanderthal in Lisa's kind of imagination looks yeah. and sounds exactly like Homer. <laughs> <laughs> that also wouldn't explain how he also has his arms crossed in front of him. Damn it, Lisa, come on. <laughs> but also an angel skeleton. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, she has nothing to refute it. Yeah, that's true. You know? <laughs> Earlier we discussed what is tape made of. I can't prove what, I don't know. <laughs> Could be anything. Mm. I have my suspicions. but uh, There was the implied wackiness of... Principal Skinner, remember how I found that scorpion in my applesauce and I didn't sue? I'm calling in that favor. And he does the great little stare out the, you know, slats of the window. The the shading on that's beautiful. Yeah, playlist of uh, Skinner staring out the window for... Skinner's Vietnam memories. Yeah. Yeah. Or having that uh, imaginated conversation with his mother. (laughs) Or maybe it isn't imaginary. I don't know. What are some other wacky things? You're the most paranoid family I've ever been affiliated with. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, I was going to say about, like, paying off the episode. Yeah, dropping in that the mole was happening this early in the episode as well as they're going to the police plate, just subtly planting in that seed that this is a thing so Mm -hmm. that when the big reveal does happen is the end. Yeah, that was happening. A mole. Yeah, they dazzled you with angels and stuff. And yeah, really misdirected that one. Yeah. It's good writing. Mm. Definitely Mm -hmm. good writing. Yeah. And yeah, during the mob scene as well, they decide to burn down the Christian Science Centre. (laughs) That's cold. Uh, Nothing like a Springfield mob to hit the wrong things. Yeah. Actually, um, MJ, last episode we did the Metallica one. James Hetfield, the lead singer, was his parents were Christian scientists. Mm. And yeah, one time as a kid he broke his arm and they just prayed it better. Mm. Damn. Yeah. That's, a song uh, that's about messed that. up. I think he did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Several. God that failed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really much sadder. Well, that's the thing we have not discussed yet. Was it the Angel of Peace or was it the Angel of Mercy? <laughs> huh? Uh, Who am I going to meet out behind the bike sheds? I mean, it could be me if you like, because I have a Jordan's Theological Corner. <laughs> oh. Uh, angels don't look like that. According to the Bible, they are weird looking. They're like intersecting flaming rings and stuff. They don't have human form at all. That was Renaissance, Renaissance paintings. Oh. So, uh, <laughs> 
freaking fake Christians who don't even know their damn Bible. <laughs> Learn the text. If losers. you listen to the Night Vale podcast, they're all six foot African American folks, all named Erica. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> it depends who you ask. But yeah. I was going to ask: Is this another one of those Game of Thrones things where they're not actually dragons because dragons have separate arms? Because they're wyverns. Uh, yeah, obviously. Wyverns, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, an angel with a skeletal form as well. (laughs) (laughs) That just happens to be encased in concrete. (laughs) Four ease of transportation. (laughs) They like to take concrete naps. Yeah. I do think it it was really cool how they did frame this story around, yeah, Lisa against the elements and the the town of Springfield who are so ready to believe in this. Yeah, for sure. And I like even the conclusion where, you know, Lisa's all, see, I told you. And Marge's like, well, when that angel started speaking, you did squeeze my hand pretty hard. She's like, ah, well, it was so loud. Thanks for squeezing me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which, you know, it's the old, there are no atheists in foxholes kind of thing. Huh. Uh, It's an expression. uh, I didn't make it up. I actually like that moment there in between, like, the relationship between Marge and Lisa. Lisa saying, I feel sorry for you, Mom, and Marge Mm. just looks so sad. Yeah. 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 She just looks so sad. My poor little girl, she's got no faith. No, it's a, it's a. She's from the south. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Well, still not sure where the Simpsons are from, but yeah, maybe in this episode, yeah, <laughs> yeah, all tying into the heart of this episode. Yeah, framing this argument through the lens of Lisa and Marge, who like. If it was Lisa versus Homer, mm. it'd be like, oh, Homer's wild and would believe anything, and Lisa's just going to be frustrated going up against her. But because it's Marge, yeah. someone that she really respects, like you feel the disappointment from both sides in this. Mm. Yeah, and I think it works really well. And I really like Marge when she's getting the kids all dressed up. She just goes, sweetie, I don't know what's going to happen tonight, but I'd like really like us to make peace before then. Yeah. Oh, come on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, come on, Lisa. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> Take an angel glow stick and suck it up, princess. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't even get into heaven without one. That's right. <laughs> yeah, any any other notes to say on the heart of this episode? See the angel. <laughs> it's our angel. Next to the rakes. Although, if you look, <laughs> if you look closely, you'll notice he never uses the word angel once. <laughs> so he goes, "Yeah, th- uh, what about there? That's a typo. Did he meant to write right. angle?" angle. <laughs> <laughs> I actually saw that on Tinder the other week. Yeah, someone had put their name as Angle, and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> bless." Uh, I could be your angle or your devil. <laughs> That's not acute. So, ultimately, though, did this feel like an episode of The Simpsons? Were the characters behaving like themselves? I mean, it's another apocalypse. There's rioting in Springfield. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Ooh, although, integrity break, Mo is a Christian again in this episode. Mm, He's a snake handler. He was born a snake handler, and he'll (laughs) die a snake handler. (laughs) Yeah, it's funny how they keep flipping that with Mo, but yeah. Yeah. That's Mo. Yeah, very fair weather religious. Yeah. He's also the one most likely to spark a riot, so you know. And to take people to the old mill, get some cider. <laughs> Sorry, did you say most likely? Mm. <laughs> I did now retroactively change that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Homer as well being himself and just looking for the quick buck out of this so whole thing. So many good moments. No, quick fifty cent. Yeah, quick 50 cent, yeah. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I love that moment of, yeah, it's like, I'll pay you a dollar. A dollar? Hey, you're like, he's going to get this wrong somehow. Yeah. yeah. But how? We've done the bit where he's just hammering in the sign that says go away no. before with stamps. Right. Yeah. So what are we going to do this time? <laughs> 50 cents, please. <laughs> yes, I know. Would you watch this one again? I would. Definitely. Yes. 
All right, I'm going to watch it again too. We're going to put it in a playlist. What playlist would this go in? Apocalypses. So put it with the comet. Oh, of course. The doy. Oh, definitely. When they actually sing a hymn. No, that's Kesarara is not a hymn. I mean, close enough. Yeah, but I love yeah, Reverend Love Joe. Should we sing uh, Amazing Grace? Nah. nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, mall openings. Put it with uh, the one where they go to Scotland with uh, <gasps> Arthur Fortune. <laughs> <laughs> Court cases, good Lionel Hutz episodes. Yes, definitely. There's got to be a playlist in um, Bart's Crowbars. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Bluey. Oh, Bluey. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, but I don't want you prying and jimmying. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll start with you, MJ. What would you like to change? Why was the robot programmed to feel pain? <laughs> Why would so you they do that? Don't rise up. It's a safety net. <laughs> yeah, accidental robot playlist with this in the last episode. Uh, definitely, yeah. yes. What would I change? I would like to see more stuff in the courtroom, but that's just me. Mm. And uh, what did you say? There's um, parking tickets were worth a buck thirty-five. A uh, buck thirty-four. A buck thirty-four. <laughs> that's golden. No, and it's it really speaks to how old, how vintage this episode is. Mm. I just feel like someone didn't do the math. I know, there. right? <laughs> <laughs> and sorry to say, BT, but the parking tickets would have been seventy-four cents each. I think you got the dividing around the wrong way. Anyway, back to the show. It's yeah. David X. Cohen, though. This guy, like, drops math theorems. And... So it's got to, like, maybe it's a reference? I don't know. It seems too obvious. Or maybe the joke is it's just really dirt cheap. Yeah. Uh, well, especially compared to Sydney parking tickets, which... Oh, don't even get me started. Yeah, Jesus. You, you yep. park legally, it's $100. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and illegally, $101. <laughs> Madison, what would you like to change? I'm not that picky with this episode. I think I enjoyed it. Yeah. That's how it was, yeah. Yeah, it's very boring of me to say. But... <laughs> well, yeah. no, I mean, tagging on from that, I, I just feel very underqualified to rewrite this one in any meaningful way. Like, Yeah, I agree that the courtroom scene could have been expanded and a bit more to that, but then, yeah, we take away a lot from Marge and mm. Lisa, and that's some of the gold in this episode. How about you, BT? Uh, yeah, I don't think I have anything major I want to cre- cor- uh, correct. Just, you know, explain your parking structure. <laughs> this Fines is the one big fucking hang up of this it's, episode. I just, I want to know, is it really meant to be that cheap? What are you up to, <laughs> David X. Cohen? At least Homer would have made the money back. Mm. Oh, yeah. Sure. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, then we are here. MJ, do you have any other notes? I would like some kind of proof that leprechauns are actually extinct. <laughs> Do you see I, any now? I call bullshit on that for a start. First of all, they live in Ireland, so you know, of course it's not in Australia. And I reckon Lisa being on Smartline 13 times is a bit of an underestimate. <laughs> she's, she's just so yep. comfortable to be there. Yeah. Yeah. It's cold. First name basis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> BT, any other notes? Yeah, let's see. I've got a couple. Uh, let me through. I got here late. <laughs> and then... Facts. You can use that to prove anything that's even remotely true. Fucking Homer in this episode and the commercial break when they do discover the angel. Now that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, glorious. And then just finally when the angel's descending down the hill and just gets stuck on the tree and guy on the stick just pokes it out. It's <laughs> like actually that one of my favourite moments out of this whole episode is the thump that it makes when it hits the mall. See, that's good folly. That's good folly right yeah. there. <laughs> my final notes. Uh, I didn't like it. The mast had termites in it. <laughs> <laughs> Why would a motorboat have a mast? <laughs> I loved Jimbo Kearney and Dolph's little call and response God, little works on. Me home. 
Dig me, yeah. oh. Gonna put a nerd in it. Gonna put a nerd in it. Gonna take a fire cracker. <laughs> <laughs> Never got the last line. Yeah. It's, it's the suspense. And later yeah. on, we do get Milhouse and Bart filling out Martin's <laughs> pants <laughs> with dirt. Oh, look, I found a rock. Oh, oh, it was a clump of dirt. Still, <laughs> oh, it's going mile a minute. I better sit down. <laughs> oh, bless your socks, Skinner. Oh, you <laughs> use the amnesia ray. You mean the revolver? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Then you use it on yourself afterwards as well. <laughs> Angus, Agnes, Agnes. Angus is the... Means lamb. <laughs> lamb of God. <laughs> Angus is the steakhouse that they're talking about later yes. in the episode. Yeah. Agnes, when she first comes to the Simpsons house to see the angel, mm. you know, she's going in for foot, foot surgery. surgery. <laughs> <laughs> I hope um, it went well. Well, yeah, yeah. She was back on the hill later on in the episode. So. Yeah, yeah. Running around as well. But I think she needed teeth surgery because she didn't have any teeth in this moment. I <laughs> found it so unsettling. Got to put her dentures in. I suppose, but ugh. Getting old. Yeah. 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 Buzz off, peg leg. <laughs> <laughs> well, how did the angel go there? I didn't write up on no zebra. <laughs> <laughs> Mo had some great lines as oh, well. Yeah. Why don't you stop telling us what it ain't and start telling us what it am? <laughs> and yeah, that's about it. Time to rank this thing. It is Madison's turn to go first. I'd say a silver. Mm-hmm. Solid silver. All right. Yep. I uh, put silver and make it solid. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. MJ? I'm going to have to make it a gold. Gold standard? Yep. Gold. And uh, I'm torn. I don't know. Yeah. I know the feeling. I'm going to go gold or I'm going to go silver. Interesting. But I might go gold. <laughs> Fuck. I hate my own <laughs> rules that I can't split rankings right now. <laughs> No, Luke, I'm going to default to a gold just because it has a lot to say this episode. It's not that heavy on the jokes is why I want to ding it down. Mm. Like, it was fairly laughless in the room when we were watching it, but, I mean, I actually find the episodes that I do end up giving gold like uh, the satisfying story ones for me, even though mm. they aren't like super uproariously funny. BT. Yeah, I'm on the same kind of fence, man. Because, yeah, it was a good ride, and the laughs that were there were very good. Again, most of them are just these little passing moments, which really make an episode just a lot of fun to watch, but then you don't really remember them later on. I'm going to go with a silver, just because, yeah, it doesn't have, you know, the golds are the ones we give those that are excellent, but they're just not quite cracking that upper tier of, you know, near perfection or better. So I am, yeah, silver. Uh, it's a good silver. It's a very reliable silver. Yeah. You could... Whatever you make, people make silver out of, you can make that with... Solid, you would say? I mean, I didn't mm. want to repeat solid. <laughs> I'm fine. Um, it's not copyrighted. Yeah, yeah it, just, it feels unoriginal. It's <laughs> my own standards. I'm doing it to myself. <laughs> well, it didn't really matter which way you went with that one because it was going to be a dull gold anyway because when we get two golds, two silvers, or any rank like that, we average up because we are nice. Well, I am at least. Yes. <laughs> so other episodes that have gotten the split ranking of two golds, two silvers to make a dull gold, the recently reviewed Simpsons 138th episode Spectacular, mm -hmm. which is <laughs> the best clip show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's uh, still a clip show. <laughs> still a clip show. Can't give it full marks for being a clip show. Treehouse of Horror X. I have no fucking memory of what was in that yeah, one. Right. <laughs> that would have been like season 11 as well. Yes, it would. Oof. Tennis the Menace, where they get the tennis court. <laughs> And the best ranked episode from the HD era, season 20s, The Good, The Sad, and The Drugly. Long may it rain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't see any episode toppling it. Maybe The Food Wife, the one I mentioned before, where they go to the E3 and then Marge takes them to an Ethiopian restaurant and then uh, they yeah. become food bloggers. And they're all fun, fun mom, fun mom. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That was pretty good. 
Well, yeah, that about does it for the Simpsons Index for this week. Thank you for joining me, guys. But before we get out of here, we'd just like to briefly talk about things that we've been into lately. Books, TV, film, music, movies. What are other things? Podcasts. Video don't, don't games. tell them there are other podcasts. It's <laughs> <laughs> dangerous. BT, what are you into? Man, I'm going to throw a quick recommendation to a YouTube series called What Happened by a guy called Matt McMuscles. Uh, basically, he mostly does video games, but he uh, has stretched out into films as well. Basically going through how did this all go so very, very wrong. And it's pretty fascinating. And then I just remember the thing I did want to recommend above that, which is uh, Yahtzee's Dev Diary which is Yahtzee Croshaw from Zero Punctuation. He's also a game developer, and to try and kick his own you know, motivation into gear, he's given himself the task to develop 12 games in 12 months. Oh, Jesus. Wow. Yeah, so they're mostly you know, pretty simple, straightforward, but he's still doing all of them. He's about four in at the moment, and it's, yeah, someone who's played video games a lot but doesn't really know how they're made. He gives little bits of insight on how that works and the ideas and the process and what ideas didn't pan out and what did, and yeah, it's fascinating stuff. And then you can download and play them when he's finished. So, wow. Yeah. That sounds really cool. Yes. Just jumping back to the YouTube show you mentioned before, was mm-hmm. that the one you mentioned the other day when we did... Uh, yes, it was. Yeah, uh, just throwing that out there oh, as sorry. well. <laughs> it was a bit, my apologies. <laughs> Take two. Oh, no, 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 it's fine. Uh, recently, we were on a podcast called One Good Thing where we made their polls watch Mortal Kombat Armageddon. Annihilation. Fuck, Mortal Kombat Armageddon was the game. Yep. Mortal Kombat Annihilation, and I absolutely delighted in the experience. <laughs> and you, yeah, you had fun uh, too. It's a fun watch, but my God, the, uh, the mistakes. The mistakes are wonderful. <laughs> so yeah, check out our appearance on that. It was good fun. One Good Thing podcast. They that's, ha- that's another podcast that's allowed to exist. Yeah. <laughs> There's only uh, two in total. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> only the ones that we have or the ones that we were we've, on. We've appeared on. <laughs> and only those episodes. <laughs> yes. Like how I was on Shut Up and Take My Podcast the other day reviewing The Thief of Baghead. MJ, what are you into these days? <laughs> I am into James Acaster doing stand-up on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've seen that pop up. It's good. It's fucking hilarious. You will laugh your ass off. And then think about it and then, fuck, that guy's funny. <laughs> and of course, enter the floppus in, in case it doesn't need to be said. Enter the floppus? Invader Zim. The Invader Zim oh, revival on Netflix. That was good. I recommend it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I've heard you, it's not. <laughs> no. I've heard I, mixed things about it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Did you watch it I, yet? I have not got to it yet. I was a little scared after Danny uh, panned it. Yeah. You know, it's a big part of my childhood. It's yeah. still got them DVDs kicking around somewhere. I have a signed DVD by Richard Horvitz. Oh, wow. Who I met at Supernova. So, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I know this story, but yeah, I was just standing in for the audience there. Oh, I, wow. I know, I, I know an audience so well when I hear it. <laughs> well, yeah, because I, I recently yeah recommended the Rocco's Modern Life revival thing. That, that I thought that was spectacular. Yeah, right. I will give that a look. And how about you, Madison? What are you into? Just the Cats trailer. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, God. <laughs> um, I finished watching The Boys. Oh, you know how is it? that? Fantastic. Really? It's amazing. Every time I saw that trailer, I was just like, <laughs> that looks fucking terrible. <laughs> like, I didn't watch any trailers or anything. I just oh, went straight in and I was like, damn. Oh, <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty different. I don't want to say okay. much about it because I'm like, everything's yeah. a spoiler. But fair, yeah. Fair. Well, yeah, I, I do have an Amazon Prime account now. So, yeah, that'll justify it at least. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that'll do it. <laughs> See the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is that like... the sound of the FBI arriving? <laughs> <laughs> I really got to go this time. <laughs> 
can hit Will Arnett. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and yeah, what I've been into. Just going to throw recommendations for two albums that probably anyone who's into this music would have heard already. King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Oh my God, what a band. They are like genreless, and they have done it fucking once again. Their last album was this like blues boogie fucking it's called fishing for fishies and the song that's that's titled after is as cute as that (laughs) but then for this album infest the rat's nest they go full thrash metal and it's fucking amazing i never saw it coming out of them but yeah i went to see them earlier the year they did most of their like sort of prog rocky stuff and then they ended the show with yeah five songs off this album and oh mwah perfect throwback to old like uh, motorhead and slayer and testament and uh, bands of that ilk but yeah also at the same time i think it's an interesting comparison because i've been listening to that and i've also been listening to tool's new album which i am enjoying i think its biggest sin is that it's a bit derivative of tool is that a problem <laughs> like you get what it says on the label mm-hmm. but then you go with king gizzard who just fucking change everything every album so if you like predictability, tool. If you don't like predictability, Kingers. Kingers and the Lizwiz. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's the fucking worst name, but God, I, God damn, yeah, I love terrible. them. Yeah, they, they really <laughs> are great at terrible names. <laughs> All right, yep, that does it for me. And thank you, Madison. Cool, thanks. <laughs> thank you, MJ. Thanks, kids. And BT, thank you. Ahoy. And that's been me, your host, Elliot J. O'Neill, and that's all the mustard in the house! Thank you for listening to The Simpsons Index Podcast, which is also an online spreadsheet available at thesimpsonsindex.com. You can chat to us online at facebook.com slash thesimpsonsindex or at simpsonsindex on Twitter and Instagram. And now please stay tuned for the bonus scenes! All right. Stretches. (laughs) Don't want to strain a podcasting muscle. No. I'll be in a cast for weeks. Very good. I stumbled into that pun. (laughs) Love it when I do that. All right, I need a couple of seconds. Oh, we've already done the question with both of you guys. Um, So, you like stuff? (laughs) The other question. No, I don't. (laughs) I hate stuff. That's interesting. What, What do you do all day? I sit in a chair and just wait. Okay. Okay. I'm glad we called you. <laughs> She's secretly Chuck Norris. Oh, the Pope. <laughs> uh, keep, an eye. <laughs> keep an eye on it. <laughs> Megan Mullaney and Chris Maloney eat baloney. Maloney baloney. On a pony. <laughs> My no idea saddle. No, 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 no early hip hop, no. whatever that is. Early 90s. <laughs> late R&B. 90s. Oh, my God. <laughs> Talk more about genres that I know nothing about. Sorry, have you seen what uh, Sheridan sent you on Facebook 14 minutes ago and you probably haven't checked your phone like a possessive weirdo? Just a guy pointing at a whiteboard that says, people with beards are just people without beards with beards. <laughs> facts. Nice one, Sheridan. Facts, facts. Yeah. <laughs> you can use facts to prove anything. Yeah. Nice one, Sheridan. Why don't you come on the podcast again? We miss you. Mate, mine just sent me some more jokes about Flume. Did you guys hear about Flume today? What did Flume do? What's Ooh. Flume. Oh, I thought you'd know this one. An artist. A Producer? He's a yeah. m- musician man. Yeah. But what did he do? Why are people mocking him other than his stupid, stupid name? <laughs> <laughs> he was doing a set at Burning Man, mm-hmm. and someone had a sign held up that said, Does Flume eat ass? <laughs> and so then he <laughs> ate ass. He ate a donkey? <laughs> sure. Wait, on stage? Yeah. Ah. Who's? <laughs> they s- say it's possibly his girlfriend. Okay. 
but it's unverified because it was just her ass. Just. Wait, Wait how, how do you, you just? <laughs> was the rest covered by a sheet? What the hell? Because she posted a video onto her Instagram stories that had the caption, sorry, mom, of the act, but she took it down very quickly, but it's flume, so... It was already shared a bajillion times, and Pedestrian TV have got an article about it. <laughs> I mean, I have a few follow-up questions. The main one is, <laughs> why? Why not? When someone brings a sign to your concert asking Look, such questions. Flume, if someone brought a sign to your concert that said, <laughs> jump off a bridge, would you do it? I'm jumped off a bridge? I'm there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Flume. But yeah, on the day that yeah, I saw her on Twitter, hmm, Flume and Rover trending. Wonder why. <laughs> Flume ate ass, and it turns out that, yeah, it's confirmed that Rove still sucks ass. Oh. <laughs> why are we giving Rove a hard time? He's not been in the public eye for a long time. That's true. You right. didn't hear? No. What, what, what oh, what's he done? <laughs> oh, he was ate on, ass yeah. on TV. <laughs> <laughs> Only in the metaphorical sense, because he started up a new show called Saturday Night Rove yep. with the intention of bringing back Saturday Night Entertainment. Entertainment. Okay, terrible but terrible. Cancelled after two episodes. Oh no, (laughs) (laughs) that's sad. But he himself didn't do anything awful. Well, as in, in this day and age of cancellation, you can be cancelled for a lot. Yeah, (laughs) to be cancelled because your show isn't very good is the least of your concerns. (laughs) That's true. It's it's the least offensive. Yeah. It's impressive, honestly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What'd you get cancelled for? Not being very good. Oh my <laughs> <Nice>. god. <laughs> <laughs>